Hey pals, it's Stephanie. Welcome back to the Keto Success Podcast, a show dedicated to doing the deeper work to discover the keys to your keto success. Are you ready? Let's do this. With the holidays fast approaching, tis the season for all things family, gatherings, social events with friends and coworkers, and it might feel like these things are all centered around food. Holiday parties, potlucks, the family traditions. It can really feel daunting or almost impossible to stick with your keto nutrition this time of year. It's really that time of year where food and drinks seem endless, temptations at its highest, pressure is the strongest, and all of the triggering environments, circumstances, events, foods, drinks, all of it are right there in our face for us to try and navigate. Now, I did write a blog on some of the more tangible tactics and strategies that you can use to navigate the holiday season. I'm going to link that up in the show notes if you want to check that out. But today I'm going to speak into more of the intangible things, the internal feelings and thoughts that come up when we're in these situations to help you really navigate with yourself how you're going to approach the holiday season. First, let's just zoom out for a second on the reality of the situation. I find that we spend so much time and energy and mental bandwidth thinking about the holiday meal and worrying about it and stressing ourselves out about it. That's before we even get there. Then when we're in the situation, should I eat the things? Should I not eat the things? And all of this internal chaos bubbles up. The cravings are there. The temptation is there. The pressure is there. And then if we don't eat the thing, we might feel regret or like we're missing out. And if we do eat the thing, now we have a chance where we might be feeling guilty or worried that we've ruined our progress or start beating ourselves up about it. So like, let's really think about this for a second. We are giving so much time, energy, mental bandwidth to a meal that lasts what? 15 minutes? 20 minutes? Just think about that for a second. How much energy are you wasting worrying about something and then negotiating with yourself in the moments and then beating yourself up afterwards when really it's a meal that's 20 minutes long? Is that really worth it? So whether you stay keto or not over the holidays is a decision that we really need to make ahead of time. Make a plan and stick to it. When we make a decision in advance, whether you're staying keto or not, you're using your rational brain. We're not letting emotions take over or the temptations take control. We're not just defaulting back to old eating patterns and behaviors. We really need to think about what we feel will be best for us, make that plan, make that commitment to ourselves, and honor it. We can't rely on willpower or motivation alone in these moments. We really need to be true to ourselves 
and plan ahead so that when the time comes, we just honor that commitment and act on the decision we made ahead of time versus waiting till we're in the moment when we know tension will be high, we know stress will be high, we know that pressure from friends and family around us will be there, and we're not relying on those moments to make the best decision for ourselves. As I mentioned before, the holidays really can bring a lot of anxiety and stress around the decisions and choices we make around food. But I would really love for you to practice the idea that maybe this is actually a beautiful opportunity for us because with all of the hustle and bustle of the holidays, with all of the time with friends and families, with being in different environments than we're used to, this is where our triggers are most likely to surface. And instead of being afraid of that or denying that or pretending it's not happening, we can now look at them. These triggers are going to bubble up. They're going to surface. And we can look at them now and shine a light on them and face them head on. And just imagine if you navigate through the holidays in a way that feels aligned for you, for your intentions and goals, what could be on the other side of that? How effortless would things feel if you've managed to navigate through the most challenging time, if these triggers are brought to the surface and instead of judging yourself for them or feeling shame around them or ignoring them, we get curious with ourselves and explore what's coming up for us and use it as an opportunity to do this deeper work so that we can actually heal our relationship with food and how much easier will our keto weight loss journey be after that? So the first thing we really wanna do is bring awareness to your triggers. Bring awareness to the emotions and feelings coming up, the things in your environment, who's around you right now, what's happening in your mind and in your body. Do you have a pit in your stomach because you're feeling so anxious about what you're gonna eat? Do you have a tightness in your throat or your chest because you're around family members where you feel like you can't speak into your truth? Notice all of these things. Go into these events and gatherings like you're an observer and you're observing yourself. You're observing the thoughts that come up, the storylines you start spinning. You're observing everyone else's behavior, the environment you're in. And literally just have that awareness within yourself. Just acknowledge it. It doesn't mean we need to react to it. But if we can just bring this awareness in our mind and in our body, what are the thoughts we're having? What are the storylines that we start spinning around these triggers in our circumstances? Then we can start to really tease apart what's true and not too true, we can start to unravel how it is we actually feel as these things are happening. And when we're reaching for food in those moments, are we doing it in reaction to these things? Are we doing it to feel numb because we don't like what's going on around us? Are we doing it because we just 
feel that strong sense of FOMO, like it's the holidays, screw it. Like what is coming up for you? That is really the first step. And if you can navigate through the holidays, just bringing this level of awareness to the things that are triggering you to reach for food in a disempowered way, we can now start to get curious and explore what that really means, how that's really manifesting in your day-to-day life. Like I said, like the holidays are such a great opportunity for this because you're likely going to be triggered more over the holidays than you will in your everyday life. So let's use this as an opportunity to just do this deeper work and get super crystal clear with how we behave and react, what patterns we fall into when we're in these triggering moments and circumstances. Now, I'm not saying pull out a journal and start writing in your journal everything that's coming up for you in this exact moment, but at least make a mental note of it. Acknowledge it, notice it's there, and you can kind of tell yourself like, aha, brain, I'm on to you. I know that you're trying to tell me all these stories, but those aren't true for me right now, and I'm choosing not to engage in that right now. So it's about bringing that awareness to the surface. And once you're there, can we create enough space around it? Can we create a pause so that we're making a conscious choice on whether or not we're going to eat something higher carb or higher sugar? It's not just a default reaction where, oh, my family stressed me out so much. So like, screw it. I deserve this. It's going to bring me comfort. It's going to make me feel better. No. Can we acknowledge that that is happening within us and just create a little bit of space and a little bit of pause so that we are now making a conscious choice, not just a default reaction? And it doesn't even matter if you eat the thing or not. What matters is you're doing it from a conscious place that you can feel good about. It's not that you're just totally out of control you're completely in control. And if you eat the higher carb thing, you're doing it because you chose to do it. You're not doing it because you're just reacting to it. Remember what I said in the beginning, it's all about making that plan ahead of time and making choices that honor that commitment for yourself. Are you making choices consciously that honor the plan that you put in place? Or Are you making choices that pull you further away from yourself, from your deeper desires, and what it is you truly want for yourself? As I mentioned, this can be the most triggering time of the year, but it's in those moments that healing happens. It's in those moments where you are feeling so triggered and you just want to eat all the things because that's going to make you feel better in the moment or that everyone's stressing you out and you just want to numb and ignore everything happening around you. It's in those moments that healing happens. When you have all the temptations around you, the foods you're craving, the social pressures around you, but you decide to be true for yourself and honor yourself in those moments by making conscious decisions that align with your intentions and your goals and what it is you truly want for yourself. Another piece that we need to be aware of as we're navigating through the holidays on keto is 
reframing the language that we use. So often we'll say statements like, oh, I'm not allowed to eat that, or I shouldn't have that. And when we've run with those storylines in our minds, or when we're saying it out loud to people, they really have a negative connotation to them. And those in themselves can trigger you because now you're falling into this restrictive, grippy diet culture place where I shouldn't eat that. Well, you can eat anything you want, or I'm not allowed to have that. Well, you can have anything you want. And we need to practice reframing the language that we use into a more positive note because instead of saying, I'm not allowed to eat that, we have to practice saying, I'm choosing not to eat that, or I'm choosing to eat this instead, or I get to eat that. Because those all bring an energy of positivity to your choices. Those are now conscious choices that you are caring for yourself and loving yourself through the decisions you're making, not shunning yourself because you're not allowed to have something or that you shouldn't have something. When it comes to making our decision ahead of time, whether we are going to stay keto or not over the holidays, some things we really want to ask ourselves are, what expectations do we have for ourselves over the holidays? And are they realistic? What will happen if nothing goes according to plan? So say you totally plan on staying keto for the holidays. You are going to say no thank you when everyone offers you the carbs and the sugar and the desserts and all of that. But say you take a little bite here and there of a few things. And next thing you know, you tell yourself, well, I've already screwed up this much. I might as well have all the things. What will happen if nothing goes according to plan? How will you be with yourself in those moments? Are you going to feel guilty? Are you going to be worried you've ruined your progress? Are you going to beat yourselves up that things didn't go to plan? What I would love to offer is, should this happen, can we hold space for ourselves? Can we hold space and get really compassionate with ourselves that we are learning and unlearning and that we are practicing new behaviors and we're practicing new thoughts and ideas and emotions. And that might not go according to plan because our brains are so hardwired to default our old eating behaviors and our old eating patterns and how we've always done things. So if shit hits the fan and things go right off the rails, can we hold space for compassion for ourselves? Can we get curious with ourselves around why it happened? Can we trace back our eating behavior and our eating pattern? Can we trace back to what triggered us in that moment to make those decisions so that we can now explore that for the future and learn from this setback. The reality is, for a lot of us, we have been so conditioned to receive love through food. And there is no time more prevalent and obvious than over the holidays where this feeling can be triggered in us. Special meals and dishes prepared 
by friends and family members who have this expectation for us to eat these things because they lovingly prepared them for us. This can create a lot of guilt and shame that if we don't do it, we're being rude. And can we receive the same amount of love and connection if we don't eat these things? But does eating a certain food really translate to receiving love? Does it have to? Is it true that in order to feel love and connection at a holiday event that we need to eat a higher carb or sugar food? What if you went to a holiday party and none of those foods were there? Just imagine for a moment if you went to your Thanksgiving feast or your family Christmas and none of these foods were even there. They didn't even exist at the gathering. What would that change for you? How would you be able to show up in that environment? Would you still be able to feel love and connection in the same way? I don't know. But that's something to possibly explore and get curious around. The holidays are really about connecting with our loved ones and making memories and spending quality time with them. It's not about receiving love through food. And can we choose to love ourselves in those moments? Can we honor ourselves in those moments? Or are we going to abandon ourselves? Are we going to abandon our goals? Are we going to abandon our intentions? Are we going to abandon the person that we're trying to become in those moments? Just something I would love for you to consider, something I'd love for you to sit with, because when we're in those circumstances, those situations, when we're around, you know, food pusher, family members, we don't need to rely on the food that they're offering us for love. We can love them regardless of that. And we can love ourselves more in those moments by making choices that align with what we truly want for ourselves and who we truly want to be. Now, if your plan before the holidays is to eat higher carb things or sugar or just not stick with your keto nutrition, that's fine too. That is completely fine too. The most important thing is that you're making this choice ahead of time and that you're doing it from a conscious place, not a default reaction place. And just know that you'll probably put on some water weight and it will go back down in a few days and it's not a big deal. And in fact, this is a beautiful opportunity for you to practice self-trust and build that level of determination within yourself and discipline that I can have these things and I can get back to my usual keto nutrition because that's where I feel my best and it doesn't have to spiral out of control into some sort of carb, binge, whatever. So either way, whether you're going to stick with your keto nutrition or not, doesn't really matter. The most important thing is that you make that decision ahead of time, that when you are in triggering environments around family members or whatever, that you're bringing awareness to the thoughts you're having, the feelings you're feeling, the emotions that are bubbling up, the storylines that you're spinning, and just acknowledging them. 
Then from there, we try to create a little bit of a pause before we make any food choices because now we are coming from an empowered place where it's a conscious choice and decision, not just a reaction. And finally, we can explore this idea that does food really bring me love and connection? Do I need it to be there in order to feel that with the people I'm around? Or can I feel that regardless? So I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please message me. I would love to hear your thoughts or takeaways from this episode. You can find me on Instagram. I will link up that in the show notes as well. And just know that no matter what happens over the holidays, whether you stay keto or not, this will provide you such a beautiful opportunity to learn more about yourself, to learn about the things that are triggering you, so that we really can do this deeper work and heal our relationship with food, so that moving forward beyond the holidays, everything feels more effortless because we have now explored what is really coming up for us and how we can navigate that in a new way that aligns with our intentions, our goals, and who it is we really truly want to become. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the next one. Before you go, I'd love to invite you to check out all my free keto resources and recipes. Simply go to theketosuccesscoach.com, click on free stuff, and download any resource you feel will help you on your keto journey. Enjoy! Enjoy!